The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the huge show across Michigan, and it's NBA playoff time. That means big hoops action on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. So get in on the action of every game with just a touch of a button on your mobile device, and new customers can make a $5 pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets. If your team wins, just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that promo code HUGE when you sign up. It is a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the HUGE show across Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 Affiliates. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Inside this hour, we'll hear from Matt Wenzel from MLive.com, Spartan Football Insider, Graham Couch for the Lansing State Journal, their thoughts on Michigan State's spring game. The only really story out of it is that there is a quarterback battle, and that was news we knew going into last Saturday's game. But you had 85 degrees on Saturday. Spartan Nation, some of you rolled down there. It felt like summer all last week. And then last night, the winds from the north started to blow. And it's like 36 and snowing. 50-degree difference. I'm at my daughter's soccer game in Caledonia on Saturday. It's 85. It's hot. I had to stand in the shade. I was getting too hot. And now I'm going to a game tonight in Wayland, and the game time temp is going to be 34. Pure Michigan. And I wanted to throw in another word. Superfly had his hand on the button. You'll hear me complain about the weather every hour today. I love it. You know what? It's so cold. Hey, it's so hot. Jeff Risden will join us in studio from Lions Wire, Draft Wire. Follow both on Facebook online. Part of the USA Today Network. Also a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. A lot of NFL storylines to get to. Ton of conversation about the Lions picking at 6 and 18 a week from Thursday in Kansas City. Lions are getting some of the most action on the DraftKings Sportsbook to win the NFC North and be the surprise team in the NFL. 
Rachel Rizzi will be in the hizzy. We also have our Bush Light huge question of the day. And we ask this once a week during draft time. Who's the guy at six that can help the Lions win the NFC North and win games this fall? That either they get at six or they have to trade up. You tell me. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. They have locations all across Michigan. They have local teams that you can trust and depend on. Because I was talking to Rizzy before the show and sent him up to come in studio, and I'm like, who can they draft that can help them win? That's what they need. There's no more projects. This isn't, hey, in a couple of years, it's not like the Wings who have their media availability wrap-up. Hey, we're going to be good next October. Have I not heard that for three years? We're the Tigers. We're going to be good next year. We're rebuilding for 2024. The thing about the Wings and the Tigers, and even the Pistons, okay? And I loved watching the NBA playoffs over the weekend. And I'll give the Tigers credit. They're fighting. The young guys look like winners. They're seeing young bats emerge, some young arms. My expectations are zero on this team. I'm already looking to 2024. I think they found some everyday major leaguers who are keepers. In Veerling, Nick Maton, Torque, Riley Green, Carpenter. So I'm, I'm cool with it. But the Tigers have given us a lot in our lives as sports fans in Michigan. Same thing with the Wings. But Stevie Y, you know, when you move out the coaches and you did it with Blash a year ago, and they just did it with Ben Simon in Grand Rapids who had the unfortunate job of dealing with a bad parent franchise and all the back and forth between Grand Rapids and Detroit, how could he sustain anything? Ben Simon was a good coach a great leader, and he's just a victim like Blash was last year. So, hey, I love Stevie Y. I get what he did in Detroit. But at some point, this team has got to make the playoffs. We're not talking about winning Stanley Cups. And you know what they're missing? They got all the great young talent in the world. They got all the Euro influence. They got Nick Lidstrom running their Swedish operation. They need some tough guys who want to kick somebody's ass come playoff time or in big games on the blue line. Well, they're going young. They got all those draft picks. My God, it sounds like the Tigers. But the Wings do get the ultimate free pass with what they've done for Detroit, Hockey Town, the state of Michigan, and even across North America. It's like the Tigers have given us a lot, and even the Pistons. But what I'm seeing from a year ago, so let's go to a year ago when the wing season ends. Hey, the coaching change, you get all this. Yeah, they gave a streak similar really to last year, and you can see improvement. But I don't need to hear from players, hey, next October things are going to be different. Then we get all those expectations with the Tigers a year ago, and now they're rebuilding again. New president? I mean, you're a Wings fan. How long do you give Stevie Y? You're going to make changes with Ben Simon and your AHL team? What does that do to help your mission? What the change away from Blash do? 
Yeah, guys that are a year older, they're going to be better. I'm like, when do you get back to the playoffs? You're the Tigers. We're just talking, when do you get back to 500? The Pistons can't make the playing tournament. Oh, well, they're going to get maybe an overall number one pick. Really? Oh, the Wings have more traffic. The Tigers have a traffic. I don't care. I mean, it's almost like you get to this point in mid-April where you're like, when does football season start? Can't wait to see what Michigan State does. Can Michigan take it to the next level? Can they beat Ohio State for a third straight year? Because guess who's on the CBSSports.com hot seat list in college football coaching? Ryan Day from Ohio State. They're a kick away from beating Georgia. You lose back-to-back games to Michigan? As they say, it's simply unacceptable to the Buckeye faithful. They've been in the national championship hunt both of the last two years. Came within one missed field goal at the end for making the college football playoff national title game. Yet Ryan Day's status is utterly bizarre in Columbus. That tells you that you have to beat Michigan to stay on as the Ohio State head football coach. You have to. And Harbaugh has owned them. It's not the fact that they're losing like they did to Georgia, right? They are getting just in front of the faithful in Columbus. We're, we're driving in with a Michigan license plate, which, by the way, if you notice, those new plates are maize and blue. Where's the green and white ones? It looks like everybody's a Michigan fan, doesn't it? With the new blue license plate, the blue and the, the maize and blue. I'm like, why isn't there a green and white option for the fans? Because I pulled up, you know, the sun was shining on Saturday. I'm in Caledonia. I see the play. I go, hey, Michigan fans. I get almost Spartan fan. I go, you got maize and blue on your plates. They go, your team's going to lose to the Lady Scots. I go, I don't care. You've got a Michigan State hat on, and you got maize and blue Michigan license plates. <laughs> I, I wonder how many people have called the Secretary of State's office and said, hey, how come we don't get a green and white version? Yeah, Ryan Day on the hot seat. You have been in the national championship hunt the last two years, but because you can't beat Michigan, you're on the list of hot seat coaches. I love college football. Speaking of college football, let's get an update about Michigan State's spring game last Saturday. They had summer-like weather. Matt Wenzel, MLive.com, Spartan. Football insider is standing by on the Roast Umber guest line. How you doing, my friend? Good. How are you doing? Good. I think going into the game last week, we talked about, uh, hey, there's a quarterback battle. That story was out there. Uh, what else did you take from Saturday beyond the fact that we know there still is a quarterback battle? Uh, what other storylines did you see from the game that will linger through fall camp? Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, it wasn't a traditional spring game, obviously, like, you know, they had done in the past before before Mel got there. But, um, 
you know, the open practice with some scrimmaging showed, uh, you know, a few things. Obviously, you know, you mentioned the quarterback competition. It looks like, uh, you know, the, the the pecking order appears to be what it was last season. Peyton Thorne appears to have the lead with Noah Kim um, second behind him and, you know, looked good at times. And then uh, Peyton Hauser third. So long time to go before the, the opener. So we'll see if that changes. But, you know, that was, I think, the top thing to take away from it. Um, after that, I mean, you got a couple well, – for the third year in a row, you got two new uh, uh, running back transfers. You got Nate Carter from from UConn and Jaron Magnum from South Florida, who also played for for Mel in Colorado. Um, those guys look like they're going to, you know, um, definitely battle uh, Jalen Berger, the returning starter for for carries. They'll be they should should be key contributors. We'll see how that you know those carries get split up in the fall, but um, they both showed flashes. Um, and then after that, you know, it's kind of a mixed bag. Uh, the, the offensive line looks like you would have expected it, you know, as far as their first team guys they brought out there. Um, Brandon Baldwin, J.G. Duplain, Nick Samak, Gino Vandermark, and Spencer Brown being that left to right there with uh, Duplain, Samak, and Brown all being full-time starters last year. So you get a little continuity at the offensive line um, and an opportunity this spring to do things they weren't just couldn't do last year. They, they With injuries and guys recovering from surgery, they had five scholarship offensive linemen last year for spring practice, and that just... You know, that sets the whole team back because, you know, you can't, you just can't get the 11-on-11 the 11 11 work um, that you would normally get because you don't have the bodies. Um, so they look healthier there. Defensive line a little banged up. Um, you got some, some additions, transfer additions who are not available. Jared Jackson and uh, Chris Bogle. Well, Bogle's a returner. Jackson's a uh, uh, D-tackle from Florida State. They were both in uniform, didn't participate. Um, Dre Butler tackle from, from uh Liberty, uh, he wasn't in uniform, but just watching. Uh, but, he, you know, I think they'll be fine. You know, you get that cleaned up. Um, they, they brought in, between the transfers and the recruits, you got six new defensive linemen. You have Dumiche uh, Adele. He's uh, from Texas A&M, and he looked good on Saturday. He's a, he's a big guy, like 6'4", 290, but, you know, he expects to be used all over the line, and we saw a little bit of that on Saturday. There was... One play, he was lined up on, at end and uh, made a nice move to his left to chase down uh, running back Davion Prim, um, stopped him from getting around the edge. So you see some of that athleticism that you know he brought as a uh, top 40 overall recruit. Uh, and the secondary is a little hard to evaluate just because they had a bunch of cornerbacks out. So, but it looks like they're going to go into the season. You know, barring transfer additions, your your top two safeties are um, Jaden Mangum and Malik Spencer, and those guys were true freshmen last year. So. Uh, it's a lot younger secondary than than a season ago with uh, the guys, the veterans that were out of eligibility. And um, but yeah, corner you know, a little hard to evaluate based on Saturday. Yeah, and and we don't get a lot out of the spring scrimmages now that they've become at most schools. I do wish, Matt, that they would play an actual spring game and they would play another team. I think it'd be great for TV, great for fan involvement, great for the university. Uh, the game won't count in the standings. It would basically be like a preseason NFL game. But it'd be a great launching pad prior to the draft and also into the next year for a game day environment and a true test uh, for all D1 schools. It's a simple thing to do. I think it's a moneymaker for the schools. They could do a spring TV deal. You could get some nice marquee matchups and you get a gauge and then you still have you know, three and a half, four months to work on what you need to do. 
you know, Mel was asked about that uh, last week, I believe, because, um, you know, obviously there's been t- some talk about that mostly coming out of the SEC, I believe. Uh, but he was noncommittal and basically wouldn't give an answer. You know, he said he'll do <laughs> whatever he thinks is in the best interest of his team moving forward. So I, I don't know if it would be interesting to see that, that kind of thing develop. Um, it would certainly increase fan uh, um, buzz, I think. You, you'd want to see that. I mean, there was probably about maybe 15,000 people as part of Stadium Saturday, which, quite frankly, on an 80-degree day in mid-April is probably a good showing when there's a lot of things you could do with your time other than, than watch a glorified practice for two hours. So uh, you would definitely see a lot more attention uh, if something like that were to happen. But, um, yeah, as of right now, the best we got was uh, was a practice and a little scrimmaging and just better than nothing, but uh, you didn't get a full sense of things. Yeah, I, you know, high schools, I think why there's a push in the South, I was talking to Noel Dean, the former coach at Lowell High School. He's coaching now in Tifton County, Georgia, and they play an actual spring game in May. And I said, well, is it just a scrimmage? He says, no, it's an actual spring game. We're allowed one along with, I think, 10 contact practices and 10 non-contact, but they do a spring game. So I'm thinking if they do it at the high school level, uh, why not the D1 and even D2 and D3 levels? It creates interest in your brand and your product. But you know what? We get paid for opinions. We follow what they do. Matt Wenzel does it for MLive.com, Michigan State Football Insider. Good stuff, Matt. Thanks for your time here on the Huge Show Across Michigan. Yeah, no problem, Bill. Have a good one. All right, Matt Wenzel checking in on the Roast Umber guest line. Roast Umber. It is a GR-based coffee company. Look for it in your local retail stores and also online at RoastUmber.com. And they have the wake-up drink, the official wake-up drink of the Huge Show. Uh, their nitro cold brew, uh, RoastUmber.com. Graham Couch, more on Michigan State's. Spring scrimmage, if you want to call it that. And then later, we'll get into the Lions, the NFL, the headlines. Hertz gets a record-setting deal. Where's Lamar Jackson going? Who are the Lions taking at 6-18? and 18? What about the new Lions coaches? Are the Lions a team to beat in the NFC North, if not the NFC? Jeff Risden from Lions Wire, Draft Wire, and a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. He'll join us coming up during our final two hours. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. It's vacation time, so you have alerted your post office, dropped the dog off at the kennel, and set the timer for the lights in your house. But did you call the police? Many of Michigan's police departments will check on your house regularly while you are away. Contact your local police department to see if this program is available in your area. Just one more service that Michigan's police officers provide every single day. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. 
How about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Nickelodeon Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Have you ever played golf at Tullymore, St. Ives? Have you experienced a stay-and-play package in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of Grand Rapids? Well, here's what you need to do if you want to take advantage of great deals right now. Go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com, and you'll see the link for packages, accommodations, dining, meetings, weddings, events, and so much more. And especially golf on the 18-hole layout at Tullymore and the 18 holes at St. Ives. And they can accommodate any group, whether it's two people getting together or 200 looking for a weekend or an overnight celebration. That includes a little business, golf, great food, and beverages. Just go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com. They're located in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour North of GR. Get more info at TullymoreGolf.com. Imagine this winning big at Soaring Eagle. Spend the money wheel and win up to $100,000 cash every Saturday in April from 5 to 11 p.m. One winner each hour will spin for the win and take home up to a hundred grand. Whirl in for $100,000 money wheel only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes producing this Monday broadcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download it. Use code HUGE when you sign up and you can place a pre-game NBA playoff money line bet and if your team wins, just five bucks you have to bet. If your team wins you'll get $150 in free bets but you have to use code HUGE when you sign up. Let's go talk on the topic of Michigan State football, continue our discussion from their spring scrimmage slash game last Saturday. Graham Couch, opinion maker for the Lansing State Journal, co-host of Couch in the Room podcast. Download it wherever you download podcasts. Uh, Graham, from your expectations going into what you watched to afterwards, uh, what stuck out to you about Mel Tucker and his team? Well, I mean, I, I, it's hard to get a ton out of, you know, less than an hour of actual scrimmaging. Uh, but, you know, I think the, the question going in was, was quarterbacks, right? And, and there had been a, uh, a fair bit of, of sort of internet hype about Peyton Hauser. Um, and what actually looks to be much more true right now is that it's a, it's a two-man quarterback job between Peyton Thorne and, and, uh, Noah Kim. And, and, and so I think that is, that that's that's the big storyline is anytime you have a quarterback position that's open 
and you've got a um, what I think is a pretty legitimate battle um, where that is. And uh, I think what we saw from Noah Kim was a guy who's more ready than he was a year ago and, and can make a lot of plays. What we don't know is what kind of sort of game manager is he? Will he take care of them? Will he not throw picks? He had a couple, you know, one ball that should have been picked off, a couple that were were, were off the mark. And and, um, and then Peyton Thorne wasn't asked to do a lot in that scrimmage. But I, I think if I had to guess right now who opens, who starts the opener, it would be him. Yeah, any other positions? Again, it's a scrimmage. It's a... A quick look at it. Anything that stuck out where you said, you know what, they might be better than I thought here. Yeah, you know, I, I think at running back where they've got they've got a number of sort of uh, Big Ten caliber guys at the position, and I think they've got a chance to be okay there. Jaron Mangum uh, transfer looks like you know six two two thirty looks like a guy, and Nathan Carter, uh, you know, transfer from UConn looks like a guy. They obviously have Jalen Berger back. I think they're pretty good there. And the, the real question with all these things, I think they'll be fine at receiver. I mean, uh, you know, Keon Coleman didn't play, but I think they've got a number of, of, of good veterans and sort of tantalizing younger players. And they'll be the same with tight end. Um, but the question for that whole offense is, you know, what, what happens up front? And, and that's a really hard thing to get a picture of in a scrimmage like that. There were a couple plays running the football that were encouraging there. Um, but you don't know 100% what they're up against. They're a little short on the defensive line. and um, But I, I think that, you know, there, there was nothing – the good news for Michigan State, there was nothing that was really a red flag where you went, that looks like trouble. And, and that's half the battle in a spring game, I guess. Eight and four team in the fall, seven and five. Uh, your gut is what, Graham? You're pretty good at reading the future in sports. Uh it, will this team surprise people, uh, disappoint, uh, shock people? Uh, what's your first gut feeling and, on it? Yeah, my my gut feeling is this is a seven and five type of team. Uh, if you know, if without things, they could overachieve. But we've seen them have teams that went nine and three, uh, ten and three that that oh, you know, were really seven and five teams, but outperformed and, and maximized who they were. Um, but if, if all goes you know, sort of what I expect in terms of they'll have some some things that don't go well. They'll have some things that, that do go better than expected. I, I, I just don't think they're there yet as a, as a team that can um, can really compete with the top of the league. Now, I could be wrong. If a few of these transfers are better than you think, if they're more solid up front, if, if you, you, know, you can make up for things with playmakers at certain positions. And, and I do think what's important is that they have better depth, and, and that becomes noticeable. That they have some young guys and some players that look promising, and, and that, that is, you know, that you can see the growth within the program. But I would be really surprised if, if they're sort of ready for prime time this year. Yeah, I agree. I think any, a bowl game, uh, a decent season where they're competitive in their bigger games, I think would be a buffer year for Tucker. If it's the flip of that and they're 4 and 8 and not in a bowl game, it will be a very interesting offseason next year for a guy making nearly $10 million bucks a year. That's the same salary Graham Couch just agreed to. Jalen Hurts like money with the Lansing State Journal. Couch in the Room podcast is exploding when he gets what they call the Hurts deal. Uh, search that wherever you download podcasts. Graham, always appreciate your time here on the Huge Show, and thanks for the Spartan Spring Scrimmage update. Anytime, Bill. Take care. All right, Graham Couch, check it in. Yeah. 
I think Michigan's national presence, which will continue for a third straight year, hasn't put a lot of pressure on Tucker and even the Michigan State fans. And they're going to have Izzo with a potential Final Four national championship team next year, and they'll start practicing early October. Now, you know, I mentioned Ryan Day was on the CBSSports.com huge seven on the hot seat. I love it. He, he could have won a national title the last two years. He was really close. But Michigan and the kick against Georgia killed him. And he's on the hot seat. If he gets blown out by Michigan at the big house or beat at the end of the season, he may be out at Ohio State. And I'll say this, if Mel Tucker is 3-9, and 4-8, and eight, and you're making $9.5 you're Michigan State, what do you do next, a, a, a year from now? What do you do? I mean, you, you are paid to win. All this money that these college coaches are getting, these TV deals, uh, the expansion, the yearly check to UCLA and USC when they join the Big Ten, it's about money. And it's about fan interest. And it's about boosters. And at the end of the day, no matter what you want to say about culture or academics, it's about wins and losses. It is. Think about Harbaugh before the last two years. How many people wanted him gone at Michigan? Matter of fact, he had to take a pay cut. And that could be something, I'm telling you, if Mel Tucker is 3-9, and nine, that they'll go to him a year from now and say, we're going to cut your pay in half. Base it on incentives. If you don't want it, then we're going to work out a buyout deal and we're done. Because what if Michigan destroys Michigan State and wins a national championship next year, beats Ohio State for a third time in a row, wins the Big Ten title for a third time, wins the college football playoff, that's more pressure on Mel Tucker because that Michigan fan's going to be throwing it in the face of every Michigan State fan they know. They're going to be stopping at every light going, look at your license plate, it's maize and blue. You're a closet Wolverine fan. Hello, Secretary of State. How come you don't have a green and white option for the new plate? Why is it maize and blue? Isn't Whitmer a Michigan State fan? Do I have the option for the mask plate? I love that. That person in where they were in like a semi convertible, like maybe peel back the top a little bit. And I forget what car it was. And they had a Michigan State hat on, and they're kind of looking at me. They're so huge. I go, you're a closet Michigan fan. You got their Michigan State green and white hat on like Superfly has. Why? Check your license plate. You're like, you love Tom Brady, don't you? You watch that movie on Paramount Plus, 80 for Brady. I watched that, and it was actually entertaining. Did you watch it, Superfly? It was for full four older actresses, it was really entertaining. It was it, it was surprisingly good. It was. I you know, again, I I don't have a Golden Girls complex. It was just really 
it was well done. Because it's Brady. Anything about Brady. You could, you could watch anything. You know, man in the arena, you could watch anything about Brady. And then Gronk is, I, I, I don't like Gronk on Fox. I don't like Gronk in his commercials. I don't like Gronk in acting. I think he talks like, <laughs> hey, I, hey, Freddie Flintstone, I'm Buddy Rubble. He's not good at all on Fox NFL. He's not a good actor. He's not good in any commercials. And I tell it to his face right here, right now. Yeah, buddy, you're six seven, really. You ever see my kidney punch? Boom, you're down. Superfly just texted me. No way you would tell Gronk to his face that he stinks in the media. Great tight end, but stinks in the media. Yes, I would. I would. I'll tell it to his face. I'll FaceTime him right now. We do have our Bush Light huge question of the day. With the NFL draft a week from Thursday, Lions right now locked in on 6-18. and 18. They could move up on both picks. They could move down. They could split it. Who's the one knee guy that if the Lions get this guy, he will help them win games? I'm talking with that first pick in the first round. Win games this fall. You can answer that question with 866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. They have locations throughout Michigan. You can also join us on our social networks at HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. I do have a message from my friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. An official sports betting partner of the NBA. So the NBA playoff action over the weekend was awesome. So here's the huge offer. New customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up can make a $5 NBA playoff pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Plus, everyone on the DraftKings Sportsbook app can score a no-sweat same-game parlay every day during the NBA playoffs. That means today. Open the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Sign up with code HUGE and new customers can make that $5 NBA playoff pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you use code HUGE when you sign up. That's H-U-G-E. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Opt-in required. One bonus bet issued based on amount of initial losing NBA bet. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. To the callers online, stick around. Michigan will hear you next. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Breaking Benjamin. Live in concert in Grand Rapids. With special guests, Bush. And Another Day Dawns. See them live at Van Andel Arena, May 16th. Get 
Tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. For more, visit BreakingBenjamin.com. Get tickets now. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Vandal Institute, Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point Golf Club in GR. It's a day of fun for all golf enthusiasts and proceeds benefit breast cancer research at Vandal Institute. Register at VAI.org. We play for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use, Superfly Hayes, my producer uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. At Mercantile Bank, we understand that different businesses have different needs. That's why our team of business specialists take the time to understand your business, your goals, and your objectives. We provide tailored solutions and innovative products, all delivered locally. So when you're ready to work with a partner who understands your unique business needs, call us. We're here and ready to put the wheels in motion. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business, and let's make dreams a reality. Member FDIC. Bigger than any box score, local sports are a victory for the entire community. Building up leaders, breaking down barriers, connecting generations, teaching integrity, blazing a trail, sparking our economy. That's why Meyer sponsors hundreds of local sports teams throughout the Midwest. From Little League to the Big Leagues, uniforms to stadiums, Meyer knows when we support the home team, we all win. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer on this Moneyline Monday, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use code HUGE. When you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app to get the promo hookups. We had Mark Yulon last Wednesday, Executive Director of the Michigan High School Athletic Association, and he talked about the rules in place for any transgender student athlete in the state of Michigan, and they were fair rules. Well, I just saw the story that President Biden, to veto Bill protecting women's sports calls it, quote, discrimination against transgender students. The White House vowed, and I'm reading the story today, that President Biden will veto a bill that would prevent biological males from participating in women's sports should it pass both houses of Congress. The Protection of Women and Girls in Sports Act, or H.R. 734, was introduced by Representative Greg Stuby of Florida and is expected to come to a vote on the House floor sometime this week. 
The White House went on to say the administration strongly opposes House passage of H.R. 734 for students nationwide participating in sports and being part of a team is an important part of growing up, staying engaged in school and learning leadership and life skills. H.R. 734 would deny access to sports for many families by establishing an absolute ban on transgender students even those as young as elementary schoolers playing on a team consistent with their gender identity. Here is the legal side of this, that the biological male has a right to go play on the male sports. The biological female does have the right to play on both male and female sports in the state of Michigan because of the competitive factor. That Mark, you alluded to, and you can go to the MHSAA.com and see their rules on transgender athletes. But for the White House to say possibly elementary schoolers are identifying as a different gender, elementary school kids. There is no discrimination that says that biological male can't play on a team with other biological males. You're not discriminating against anybody. Your transgender identity is protected where? Title IX, which was established in 1972 to protect women's participation and prevent discrimination in sports, uses the word sex. Not your gender identity, sex. What is on your birth certificate? And that is the raging debate in all corners of America right now. No one's denying any transgender identifying student with the right to play sports. Just like a girl may go play on the football team. A transgender male, born a biological male, has the right to go play on any male team. Try out, because there's no guarantee. Try out for any youth, middle school, high school, or college team. So what's interesting, that if the White House is going to maintain this position about gender identifying, then you're opening the door for college teams to have to allow men who say identify as a woman to try out or play on the women's team. Let's go to the WNBA that if a man identifies as a woman and the White House has made a statement that gender identifying and not allowing them to play on a female team is discrimination, you are looking at a complete hornet's nest that's already there. This is a topic with the White House. This is a national headline. I am not saying we need to discriminate or exclude anybody. That where you are marked on a birth certificate allows you the chance to try out for any team that matches that gender identity. And the rules in Michigan do allow a girl to try out for boys at the high school level because of the competitive factor. So to say it's discrimination for the White House to say elementary school kids are going through transgender identity... I'll tell you this, as a father of three teenagers in 9th, 10th, and 12th, they don't know what they're doing day to day. 
this has become a political pawn, a hot topic of division. This isn't about the best interest of boys' teams or girls' teams. From the ages of three and four when they first play to when they move on to college, this is about politics. And if you want to get down to the root of discrimination, you are not excluding any biologically born male from taking part on any youth, middle school, high school, or college team if they're good enough to make it. So if you identify as a female, but you're not physically gifted enough to make a male team, why do you deserve a spot on a female team? That's not discrimination. It's part of my common sense theory that America needs a big dose of. To say you want to protect elementary school kids from changing their gender when some can't even change their own pants. Good luck with that. 24-7, everything you need with this show is at thehugeshow.net. Also, if you miss any podcast, our podcasts are free, and we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the huge show across Michigan. And it's NBA playoff time. That means big hoops action on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. So get in on the action of every game with just a touch of a button on your mobile device. And new customers can make a $5 pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets. If your team wins, just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that promo code HUGE when you sign up. It is a Money Line Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the HUGE show across Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It's our number two on a Moneyline Monday. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. The man gets respect from all of our in-studio guests, including Jeff Risden. He is with Lions Wire, now Draft Wire. He's a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast you can find on YouTube. And he's one of our Lions NFL insiders. He'll join us in studio over the next couple of hours. We'll look ahead to the draft it's a week from Thursday. What are the Lions going to do at 6 and 18? Will they stay at 6? Will they move up? Same thing with 18. Bump up, maybe get that corner they want. Could they trade down? Rizzi will break it down. We'll talk about all the offseason headlines. And we'll get to Jalen Hurts, where the Eagles have made him the highest paid player in the NFL. And I know Mahomes has the big, huge deal, but 
You know, he got paid $255 million, $189.9 guaranteed. Is that what you told me, Rizzi, right? Yeah. Yeah, just under one ninety. So that's that's guaranteed. pretty high, pretty high percentage of that guaranteed. That's uh, it's good money for him. Good money for his agent. So when they say highest pay, they mean per year, right? Is that it? Yeah, I would assume so because Mahomes he's got that. It's ridiculously where long you got deal. the guaranteed money, right? Yeah. Well, how much you can get in NFL? You can get a half a billion dollar deal, but yeah, one hundred fifty million might be it on the guarantee. The only thing that really matters is the guaranteed money, and that's what Lamar Jackson's going after. That's which what, he's that's handling what, oh. it very well. <laughs> Ah, it's, uh, How does he not have an agent when you're talking about, you know, you're going to, you probably now are in the I deserve at least 200 million guaranteed. Lamar is better than Jalen Hurts. I would Doing agree. it without an agent is crazy. It's, it's a tactical error on his part. And the NFLPA has basically told him that, too. They are helping him with the negotiations. It's not like he's out there, you know, like walking into the negotiations by himself. He does have people with him. But he he has empowered himself to make his own decisions, and that's probably not the best idea for him. So like, I, I respect the the principle behind I it. I get it, yeah. but it's it's not no. it's not working for him. When you're a rock star in the NFL, and with Odell Beckham Jr. getting that big money, they paid him double what anybody else was going to pay him. That's crazy to did me. They do Bill. that in hopes of is that we're going to take a gamble on overpaying Odell and have Odell work Lamar to sign a deal? Absolutely. That's the only reason they did that, that. That would be the only reason you did that. The only other team that was offering even $10 million to, to Odell was like, we're not going any more than that. So, yeah. What was it, $15.5 million or something? It was I getting uh, $18. Yeah, with some incentives, right? Yeah. Yeah, 15.5 guaranteed. Yeah, right. Speaking, staying with the theme of being guaranteed. My, my yeah. first thought was when I saw it go down was that, okay, he's talked to Lamar because would he take it? But if someone's going to overpay for you, for what could be your final contract, or just give you fifteen and a half million guaranteed in the bank, you're going to take it because if it's not Lamar, is it Huntley, right? Yeah. Oh god. I mean, he did technically make the Pro Bowl last year, but that's... Jeff Goff made the Pro Bowl, but deserved it with the way he played yes, the final. He did. Jared Goff is a better quarterback. But the Pro Bowl is a flag football game now, Jeff. Yes, yes, it is. It does. It doesn't count in my book. I'm I'm glad that more and more people are coming around to that. Worry about all pros. Don't worry about uh, Pro Bowls. I just was going to say that. If you're all pro, it carries something. Absolutely. You that, are, that matters so much more. Yeah, and, and the Pro Bowl is just, I don't know what they do to save it. Uh, you know, guys with their hats on backwards in shorts playing flag football. It's like, like spring break. <laughs> well, but you're doing it right before the Super Bowl, which is your finale. Yeah. And I, I get the, the Pro Bowl, and you've had the Mannings, and you've had – Picking your teams, and you know, it's like the NBA, what they're doing. They even do that scoring system where it's the first to something in a quarter. And I'm like, why this quarter end? Right? And you look online, and they got like, well, first to 26, right? Yeah, we're getting the Elam ending every quarter. Oh, gosh. I don't, you know, <laughs> NFL, for as big as they are, as much money as they get, especially now with the Amazons and who knows where they're going to share the wealth and why. Reportedly now six billion for the Commanders, but you know when you—that's one of the lower level franchises. So what? What are the Cowboys worth if the Commanders are worth six billion? Right? Exactly. What, Ten what are, billion. What are the Lions worth with that? Not not that they're seven or to eight sell, billion. Yeah, absolutely. They their stadium is certainly. Have you been to Washington Stadium? It's it's a it's an ode to concrete in the middle of nowhere. It, well, here's one thing that I'll say: because of the guaranteed TV money, when they do a business. 
plan on whether or not you want to get into the bidding. You're looking at the money guaranteed over the next 20 years projected for TV money, and, and paying $6 billion isn't crazy. It's not. No, it's not, because the, the values, they keep appreciating. You know, you look at what... Um, I'll go back to the last sale that I remember, which, which was the Browns being sold to Jimmy Haslam, and I think he paid two point four billion, and that was that was a while ago. Uh, but to go to six now, and 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 think about like you're right, Washington is one of the lowest valued franchises. They there's they need a new stadium. They're not in an area where there's going to be growth in their fan base. You know, it, they're they're so that whole East Coast area. If if you're not born a fan of the of the commanders probably not going to become one just like casually like I, I moved to richmond virginia from from cleveland and like everybody there was already either a washington fan or they didn't like them and there was like no give in between like you're not gonna just casually stumble into being i think i'm gonna be a commanders fan today six like, billion it just doesn't happen yeah magic johnson is one of the uh part of the ownership group so you know you look at ishbia from united wholesale mortgage and the former Michigan State guy, and one of their, if not their biggest booster, he paid four billion for the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, and it's the I, Milwaukee Bucks just sold this weekend for, to Jimmy Haslam, the Browns owner, for I think it was three point two billion. Mm. It, it, it's it's good money if you can get it. But it's, it's, it's a TV it's, money that it's a, you know you have guaranteed revenue coming in. Yeah, and you, look look what the NFL just did with moving the Sunday ticket off of Directv and onto YouTube TV, which. As a YouTube TV subscriber, I like very much, but, but it's still like three fifty four. But for your yeah. business, you're going to do it because you need it. You yeah. can DVR and Absolutely. you can watch all the games. Yeah. Some people were complaining, but then I stop and say, okay, if, if you're not on YouTube TV, then it's a hundred extra bucks. So they're basically telling you sign up for YouTube TV, right? And you you get that for free by getting the Sunday ticket. But when you break it down over seventeen weeks. It's not that bad. And you're doing and 20, 25, 30 bucks a week. Yeah. So I think that complaint was initial. And then they're still missing the boat by not letting you just pick. Like if I'm, if I live in Chicago and I want to watch only the Lions, let me buy only Lions. And buy that games. for 250. Yeah. Right? Buy that for 250. Absolutely. 10 bucks a game. Or, or 20 bucks a 20 game. 20 bucks a game. Well, yeah. that'd, that'd be 340. That's the same thing. But yeah. give give you a package that's, tw- you know, that that's 200. Right. Yeah. Like, I, do, if I'm a Lions fan, do I care about, like, watching the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or the Arizona Cardinals on week four? No. no. And, and if you custom, boat if that. you customized it, you could make the look for the teams where they're watching it, and there's Lions graphics, and there's absolutely there's things you're getting from YouTube. There's Lions. You could see TV shows. You could right? have Dan and Lomas work with you on that, and you carry the radio feed where absolutely. you can listen to it synced up on the live broadcast instead of uh, holding it on delay and uh, and trying to stream it and sync that up together. That's always fun to do. Boy, Dan Miller's grown into one of the best play-by-play guys in the league, hasn't he? He's incredible, and he's 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 such a great giving person. He's unbelievable. Um, he's, he's the best, man. He is, and Lomas is, too. Lomas, when I first met Lomas, I, I, I got the impression that he didn't like me, and I, I quickly found out that wasn't the case, but he's he's really good at what he does, and I appreciate that. Um, I, I, just, I enjoy being around him. He's he's always just saying like little weird things that you like, wow, I didn't know that. Like Just like random little tidbits about like you know, playing next to, to Jeff Backus or having Jeff Backus take over for him eventually. Like Jeff Backus up five yards? Yeah. 
<laughs> that used to be. That was By the his, way, that was his huge show name because he always had the false starts. Lions trivia question: The last player the Lions drafted at number eighteen overall, Jeff Backus. There you go, Jeff Backus up five yards <laughs> along with Jason, along with Jason Propane Grilly. Uh, when he came out of the bullpen for the li- our Tigers, <laughs> we called him Jason Propane because he'd just blow up games. He he left Detroit, and he was one of the best closers in the game in Pittsburgh. Funny how that works. Don't get me talking about the Tigers. Uh, gosh. They're playing? I, Are they playing? I mean, it's, it's snowing out. I well, I, yeah, we'll see. I mean, tonight, who knows with what's going on and the snow. and It's 85 Saturday. It's 85 Saturday. I'm at my daughter's soccer game against Caledonia, Forest Hills Eastern. Caledonia has a strong squad. They won the game 4-1, pulled away late. 85, so I, I noticed that, hey, tonight we're playing at Wayland in an OK Gold girls soccer matchup. So I just checked the weather forecast, and it said 35 and snow. Yeah. They're 50-degree difference in two days. And you know what I told myself coming into this show today? I'm not going to complain about the weather. And what am I doing complaining about the weather? You know what's great about the weather? It's going to change tomorrow. It'll be it'll be gone. Well, yeah, it said like into the 40s tomorrow, then back up towards 60 Thursday, yeah. I think, or Wednesday, Thursday, and then back into the 40s for the weekend. This is where I'm glad that my kids play indoor sports. By you know, the way, uh, own the lane, Risden. Is it Indy Heat? His, he's playing for the Indy Heat. U-17? Yeah. U-17. Yeah, he's a stud. He just got offered uh, for our listeners on WMPL and Houghton Hancock Calumet in the Upper Peninsula, AM 920 and 107.3. got offered Michigan Tech. He did. Coach Bittner talked to him just before spring break. Had a great visit during spring break down the Rice. Yeah, we went to Rice. We went to the University of Chicago. Zeeland East. Got some things going on. I love Zeeland for our listeners on WHTC. Here's what's nice about Zeeland and Ottawa County. You have to be at least 6'5 to enter a high school as a freshman. It's true. You have to be at least 6'5. If you're not 6'5, you got to go private. You gotta go private if you're not six five. Our, our Zealand East front court next year uh, will be six nine six eight six eight. I'm not, and I don't need any <laughs> anybody Dutch from Ottawa County saying I'm stereotyping tall. The best people. part is we're not Dutch. You're not. I, no, I'm, I'm Swiss, English, and German. That's close. Close enough. Yeah, it's cross it's Europe. Europe. Yeah. You, you can take yeah. a bullet train to each country. <laughs> You're swish, uh, swish, you swish. swish. Yeah. yeah, it's a, that's why he played basketball. It's it, it's a combination of Dutch and Swiss. That, that's, that's a perfect swish. segue right there. Are you swish? Yeah, so he's <laughs> he's going to be a senior next year. Yeah, correct. Okay, yep, there wrapping you go. Wrapping it up, we're uh, going to go into Pittsburgh this weekend. He's working hard. Yeah. He is. You know what? The one thing in the year and a half you've been coming in studio on the lane, Risden, Zealand East. Good kid, man. I'm proud of him. He may was he. What, what list was he on that I shared on? Twitter? He was on the OK Green All Conference team. Yeah, and the, was Made he on that? the top like twenty kids uh, in the state yeah. or, or fifty uh, kids in the state? Yeah, top twenty five in, uh, in, in the state. I think right now so there's a bunch of different recruiting the services. Big men or was yeah yeah um, big men. He's third. Uh, I think with uh, preps who they do they do a lot of rankings. They, they have some good people um, that they're right for him. And I, I've gotten to know some of these guys, and it's cool. Give good uh, names out because he could move up the list. <laughs> 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 give out that. They got great people that write for them. They and, do. Uh, yeah, saw, saw a couple of them this weekend. In there fact. you go. But, Get them uh, up the list. Yeah, they, Let's uh, go. The, uh, he's, I think, number 37 in the in the state in this class, which yeah, is pretty good. I and thought it was top 50. There, there's a lot something. of really yeah. great talent in, in the West Michigan area, and I saw a lot of it this weekend at the Storm Classic. Uh, hats off to the, the 
Storm UA Rise 17U team that beat us in the finals. Uh, they earned it. It's a bunch of great kids. I know a lot of them. Lane has played with a lot of them. A lot of West, West Michigan, Michigan kids. All West Michigan, with with one exception. That great group of people. Um, it's it's always fun to get together with all the parents and and talk and. You know, AAU gets a little bit of a bad rap. One of the things that I love, at least in my experiences with it, being around, you root for your kids and you don't talk about other kids, and it works really, really well. And most pe- most people get that, and I I have a really good appreciation for yeah, that. Yeah, and you know what I do? I, I, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I step away and stand by myself. And usually when I'm standing by myself at a game and not sitting with people, a couple of dads have figured it out that I stand by myself because I'm going, oh my God, why is that girl in the game? And I'm talking to myself, so I, I can't. I won't talk. I, I won't talk about kids, though. I no, don't. No, I you really, don't. I don't talk about them by name. It's high school. You'll never hear me rip a high school coach. Never, unless they do something involving sportsmanship and it's weak. Then I, yeah. I may address it. And you've seen those local and national stories. Yes, but I don't with, with high one, school one in, in, with in high person. school kids. You know, I may question a coach if they're not committing the offseason and building a culture, because I think that's a big part of the high school experience, not just the game day. Oh, 100%. I'm talking the culture that is built, that yeah. drives those kids in the classroom, on the practice field, in games, and when it's the offseason, and also sets them up for life. You know, we can't put it all on coaches. Parents have still got to do their jobs, but, you know, I, I, will, I will call out coaches who I think don't build a culture. Because you have to do it. And I, I get coaches don't make a lot of money. I understand the balance. But you can see the programs. You can see across Michigan where you're wondering, okay, how does a Gladwin beat Grand Rapids Catholic Central? Because yeah. those kids believed, right? Yep, okay? exactly. I mean, and there was a culture. And when it, I met it, happens, that, it happens across every sport, too. It the, does. The ability to, to get those the, the young men and women to believe in themselves and to believe in one another that can triumph over superior talent. And that can, I saw and it a lot this weekend. And Jeff, your your son, your daughter, my kids, if done the right way with those coaches, it will it will help them the rest of their lives. Oh, one hundred percent. And I love seeing like the Indy Heat program. I'll, I'll talk about them for a second. It's based in Fort Wayne, but uh, the program this weekend in Grand Rapids, there were people that were alumni of the of the program. You know, five, ten years ago, they came and watched and supported the coach and supported the young men. And that's, that's, that's awesome. That, it's, it's incredible. The Storm gets that, too, by the way. Great program out of the Grand Rapids. Yeah, area. they do a wonderful job in Own the Lane Risden at Zeeland East for our listeners on WHTC in Ottawa County. Make sure you get out and see a Zeeland East. It's the Chicks, right? Absolutely. They the Ducks. Zeeland West. We are the Chicks. They are the Ducks. Yeah, really manly names. We, we, are, we are the birds tonight. We have, I'll throw this out real quick. We are having our inaugural home boys volleyball match tonight. And you're the birds. We are. We are going to be the, the combo birds. of both schools. Yeah. yeah. So we, we we go birds there. There's a lot of birds out there in Zealand. There I really like, are. How about some manly names? I mean, Super Chicken. So my when my daughter plays in three at three tournaments, they are Team Super Chicken. Okay. Which again, there's what what is it about Ottawa County and Zealand and all these bird connections? Well, there's a lot of turkey farms out there and chicken farms. We have right? a massive egg farm too. Oh yeah, and, and, and chances are with the price of eggs. Those birds are laying golden eggs out there in Zealand. <laughs> so thank you to our listeners out there out of county on WHTZ and own the Lane Risden. <laughs> I came up with that nickname, uh, Jeff's son, Jeff Risden from Lions Wire. Also Draftwire, follow both on Twitter and Facebook. Co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. 
I do want to get now to the Lions where you're looking at what's your latest. Jalen Carter coming in for a visit. Yeah. And Murphy out of Ferris State. I'm glad you wrote that story. I shared it at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show out of Facebook. I watched him in person deal with the media. I watched him in the national championship game against Colorado Mines down in McKinney, Texas, outside of Dallas. And I thought he looked like Matt Judon and had the ability to be a starter in the NFL sooner than later. So we'll talk about that with the Ferris State uh, connection. We'll get to the latest on the Lions. Could they trade up? Do they covet Will Anderson? What about Carter? Will he pass the culture test uh, at 18? I, I, I kind of feel the vibe that they may want to move up. You know, I heard you on Anthony Bellino's show on the Michigan Sports Network talking about how they have a lot of picks but they don't have a lot of space on the roster. So could they bump up like they did for Jamison Williams to get who they want? A lot to get to. If you have a Lions NFL question, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and also opt in on the Huge text chain, text the word HUGE to 21,000. Our huge question of the day presented by our friends from Bush Light. Uh, Who are you leaning towards Pick six. I know we've thrown out this question about once a week, but we got to do it with the draft a week from Thursday. Uh, who's a name if there uh, you would take at six, or do you prefer trading up to land somebody you think is an instant game changer for the Lions? You can answer that question on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1 838 4843. That's 1 838 Huge. From Detroit to Petoskey. This show is huge. At Mercantile Bank, we believe supporting the communities we serve is a vital part of who we are. Our team is here to make a positive impact, a real difference, and we're always looking for leaders to join our team because we're not just a bank. We're a partner here to support what matters most. Come grow with us. Visit MerkBank.com to learn more and let's support our community together. Mercantile Bank, member FDIC, equal opportunity employer. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news Press releases and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.com. TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Godsmack, live and in your face. Friday, May 26th at Soaring Eagle Casino, plus Bad Wolves. And same show, same night, Bullet for My Valentine. Tickets start at $28 on sale now at the Soaring Eagle box office or etix.com. Party hard, rock harder, Godsmack, May 26th, part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series. 
Get ready to swing for a good cause at Van Andel Institute, Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point Golf Club in GR. It's a day of fun for all golf enthusiasts, and proceeds benefit breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register at VAI.org. April is Distracted Driving Awareness Month, so the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police has a few tips for you. Keep your eyes off of your phone, off of your touchscreen, and off of your passengers. And keep your hands on the wheel. Simple, right? Yet every day, eight people are killed in distracted driving accidents. Wherever it is you're going, we would like you to get there. And so would everyone else on the road. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back on the Huge Show across Michigan, 19 radio stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. There you can also listen to our free online stream weekdays at 3. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show. And you can listen live anywhere in America where you get mobile service. Our Bushlight huge question of the day, who are you leaning towards as your favorite for the Lions to get with pick six or even move up? You tell me on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Jeff Risden from Lions Wire, Draft Wire, co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. Follow Lions Wire, Draft Wire on Facebook and Twitter. He joins us in studio. So if the draft is taking place tonight, Jeff, where would you think the Lions are going and what are they doing uh, with six and eighteen, if it was tonight, if it's tonight, my money would be on Devon Witherspoon from Illinois being the number six pick and number eighteen. I mean, honestly, your guess was probably as good as mine. I have thoughts on where they would go. I think it's going to be defense, unless for some reason Darnell Wright from Tennessee uh, is the offensive tackle from there is on the board. I think they would take him at eighteen, but I don't. I don't think there's going to be. I think he's going to Chicago at nine. I don't think, it, assuming Chicago stays at nine. There's uh, there's a lot of different ways they could go. Um, Lucas Van Ness from Iowa, um, that pick per- would personally not be not sit well with me. I don't I don't think he's worthy of the 18th pick, but he's certainly in play for them. Uh, they could go Miles Murphy out of Clemson, another guy that I don't think belongs there all that much. But you know that's you know I don't I don't get paid to make the the <laughs> those sort of choices. Uh, if they don't take a cornerback at six, I think Deontay Banks from Maryland, the cornerback, will be the 18th pick. Uh, I know they like him a lot. I've, I've talked to a couple of different people in the building. They value him very highly, and they would be happy to take him at 18 if they haven't already drunk from the the cornerback well at six. Because of Akuda, and you just had to trade him away, and you got a fifth rounder, and I don't complain about value for a guy that wasn't part of your future and was injury prone. But I, I am a little gun-shy on taking another corner that high at six. I don't see a sauce out there, a guaranteed lockdown guy. A lot of quality DBs, and I agree with Witherspoon. you got Joey Porter Jr., Gonzalez in yep. the mix. A lot of good ones. I, I lean more towards, man, I'd like another young lineman to compliment Hutch and what they have right now. Is it Carter? Uh, I see uh, Trapasso, your friend from CBSSports.com, he has Carter going to the Lions at six. Uh, the other guy, I think it's Wilson. Ryan Wilson. Yeah. Has, he has Luke Van Ness Lucas going, Van Ness going at Iowa. six? 
Uh, oh, no way. I don't, I don't see that one happening. They're trying to all. build him up like he's the next Hutch, right? They're trying to build him up like he's the next J.J. Watt. Yeah, that's what I, I, don't, I don't. I don't get that at all. Neither do I. This uh, is a guy, he, he's, he's Bluetooth. He doesn't. Did he, he start at Iowa? He never started a game. He didn't start at Iowa. His game is Bluetooth. He has no hands. He doesn't know how to use them. Oh, I like that. That's pretty good, Rizzy. In the hizzy. Been doing this for a while. Well, <laughs> so that that's where you get a good agent who's out there selling you and 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 comparing you and saying you're going to be TJJJ Watt, right? Yeah, and, and the thing is, is that when you, you didn't start in college, you well, if, so, you're, if so, you're a potential, how many? I, I like it because you know with draft wire lines, yeah. right? and I'm, we're not veering off here. We're going to get back yeah. to the Lions at six and eighteen. How many guys drafted in the top ten in NFL draft history were not starters in college? I'm going to say it's not more than three. <laughs> I'm trying to. Remember. I Who's can't the think, last I can, one? I honestly can't think of. You're any. just throwing out a number because yeah. I've never heard of it either. Yeah. It doesn't mean that it hasn't happened, but I can't okay, recall. We're not. That. We're not going to That's, even talk yeah. about. Uh, Van Ass he, on. he would be in play at 18. I've been led to believe by. People. Um, what about the Carter thing? Another visit uh, in Detroit. He's he's in. De- he actually was just left Detroit. Uh, with his visit, he's visited a ton of teams. He's visited every team that picks between five and twelve now. Where's he on the culture? Have you heard anything on where he stands? Because I think with him, the only he's taking care of the legal stuff. He has. It's does he hit the culture checkbox right? And that's going to be the big thing. And and. My personal belief is that the Lions are not going to be all that interested in him, and it's not because of the legal thing. It's because of there. There were questions about him even last summer, and the Georgia, the Georgia coaching staff had to address it at their their preseason thing. We're like, we got to keep his fire lit. Does that sound like a guy? Like, do you see Dan Campbell as a guy that's like, I got to go light this guy's pilot fire? Come on, like that that that's not who they're looking for. Um, and there, there's some other questions that have been around it. Um, being out of shape uh, at his pro day. Look, I get that he was going through a lot of incredibly heavy stuff. But uh, the other thing with that is his reaction to outside stress to football was to get out of shape and not dedicate himself to it. Now, what happens if he comes to Detroit and, you know, Idiots like me yell at him because he's got 2.5 sacks as a rookie, and that's not good enough for being the number five pick. By the way, that would equal his his career high in sacks. Uh, the uh, how's he going to respond to that? Is he going to be able to do that? This is something you know. Last year when they were debating Aiden Hutchinson versus Kayvon Thibodeau, actually it was more of people like you and me debating Kayvon Thibodeau versus Aiden Hutchinson. One of the big things that came out of that was was that there was no questions at all about. Aiden Hutchinson's football character, his dedication, his love for the game. And his motor. Yes. And there were those questions about Kayvon Thibodeau. And by the way, the Giants have found that out. Those questions are there about Jalen Carter. And I've heard from from people inside the organization, from people around Carter, that they just don't see it as a big fit. Now, on the field, is he a fit? Heck yeah, he is. He's he's straight out of central casting from what you want in the middle of that Detroit Lions defensive line. But if it's not going to work out, if he's not going to click with the coaches, then then it's it's not a great fit. So I I I don't. First off, I don't think they're going to have to make that. Decision. I think Seattle's taking him at five. But also, I do think that the Lions would, if they are given the opportunity, I do think that they would pass on him because of what I just said. Will Anderson in the last week seems to be one of the hotter names out there. And again, yes. we don't know what's smoke, what's fire, what's Twitter, yeah, uh, what's exactly. somebody just throwing something against the wall and see if it will stick, Jeff, right? Yeah, absolutely. 
you know, you look at Anderson, I see him on Ryan Wilson, CBSSports.com mock at number three. I see him at five in front of the Lions being taken by the Seahawks. It's obvious that the Cardinals and the Seahawks uh, need defensive help. And will the Seahawks, after giving Geno Smith the money, will they take Richardson or another quarterback that high? So could the Lions, if they covet Will Anderson that much, is there a spot for them to trade up to make sure they get him? They would have to go to two. And that would be because, because that's then, giving up a lot, isn't that, it? That's that's giving up probably a first this year, a first next yeah, year, one of your second round picks. But I don't think one and two are going to give up guaranteed quarterbacks. If you got Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud, really one and two, whatever direction they go in, yeah. I don't see Houston dealing there. I will. I so Houston is very interesting because there's a big school of thought now that they would not take C.J. Stroud. For a couple of reasons. First off, he shares an agent with Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson's time in Houston has added, ended about as badly as it can in any relationship. Like that's that's the mother of all hostile divorces. And that he, they're also in a weird spot. They they actually have a, a fairly solid young defense. And if they add a guy like Will Anderson or Jalen Carter to that, I don't, I don't think they're in on the Carter business. But they. Like they, they drafted really well last year on defense. They got D'Amico Ryans as their head coach, defensive guy, but the, played linebacker for them for a long time very well. Could they take defense there? Could they take Will Anderson? That's, and right now that seems to be the prevailing school of thought is that he's going to go there. But you got Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech in the mix too. He's going to go right in that same range and he could go before Anderson. That, that's, that's something that we've heard consistently throughout this draft process. Teams like Arizona specifically have been linked to him more than they've been linked to Will Anderson. So there's there's some variables there, and that that makes it that makes it difficult to predict if the Lions would move up because they might be able to sit where they're at and get Anthony Richardson or get whoever they want of the defenders that fall. And that's I so I got I got asked this question a lot this weekend from from folks that were out at the Storm Classic checking out the basketball um, and recognize me thank you for that by the way i uh i think they're more apt to move back to like eight nine ten i'm just throwing those numbers out there and hope they get weatherspoon there at eight nine or ten absolutely right? that and that that's gonna that's gonna help people like you who are skeptical about getting a cornerback at six you're gonna feel better about that right if they take yeah, them at nine nine or ten yeah like, yeah and then you add uh and then maybe you bring 18 up then with right. some of your capital you got in terms of yeah. that trade yeah. and all of a sudden you're picking at 10 and 13 right 10 and 14 yeah i'll tell you they have they have because then there's two defensive guys or or that second pick could be a stud wide receiver it could be um i'm not sure there is one in this draft but they're that they, high they could, i don't, yeah, I don't, I don't I see don't, one that high um it, that's that's one of the things that we're we're mulling over now is how many wide receivers going through i think there's only one I think Jackson Smith and Jigba out of Ohio State is the only first-round wide receiver. I think guys like Quentin Johnson, Zay Flowers, they'll be in the second round. Not They won't fall to where the Lions are in the second round, but they'll be in the second round. One of the things that I'm 10 days out, the Lions have four picks in the first two rounds. I don't think they're picking more than three players. I think they're going to move somewhere. So that they, means that means moving up in my mind. I can absolutely see them packaging 48 and 55 together to move to 35. Because that gets you there, and if they if they find a player that they really want, who will that player be? <laughs> I wish I knew. I wish I could tell you, but I don't. I'm not going to claim that I do. But there there's some candidates who would make a lot of sense there, especially 
If they're looking to fill that offensive line, if they don't go there in the first round, a guy like Steve Avila from TCU, he's your instant starting right guard for the next five years right away. You plug him in right now, you can you can have Big V be your swing tackle, have him be your sixth lineman. They need that. I think that's a great fit, uh, and I think that's something that they have considered. If uh, they want to get a guy like Keanu Benton out of Wisconsin as your nose tackle, really, really good player. Uh, if you go back to when Dan Campbell at the NFL Draft talked about the four guys that he had check boxes for, I've been told by people on both sides of the equation that Keanu Benton is one of those players. So he makes a lot of sense, too. Now, that's probably earlier than you're going to see him in a lot of mock drafts, but the Lions are shown they don't care about that kind of stuff. Like, if they like their guy, they're going to take him. Uh, nobody had Jamison Williams at, at where they took him last year. They thought he was going to be 10 picks later. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all if they did something like that. I agree. I think there is a move up somewhere, whether and more likely eighteen than yeah. it is six. And, and you can pay uh, unless they see unless Stroud does go to Houston, then you know they could look at a deal. And if they were going to take Will Anderson and Arizona wanted Tyree Wilson, and they could flip with them to avoid Seattle taking right uh, the other guy, right? They could literally talk with. Arizona say, who you take it? We're going to take the other guy. We yeah. cut a deal. They can do that. And remember a couple of years ago when they took Panay Sewell. You got to remember, Seattle is in Arizona's division. That's right. So they might be more likely to deal with the Lions. Yeah, and the Lions have extra picks. Look, you're in Arizona. You've got a rookie GM. You've got a rookie head coach. You've got no expectations for next year because Kyler Murray, who they're paying $97 million to next year in cap room, is hurt. Like, they're, they're, they're where Detroit was at the beginning of the, the Campbell-Holmes regime, they're going to be looking to get extra picks. So if the Lions offer, you know, we'll give you 6 and 55 to come up to 3, and then they'll counter that we want, you know, we want 48 instead with 6, and then you'll be like, okay, give us back a fourth-round pick. Like, that, that that's a deal right there. If you that, know. That could absolutely happen. And, and also, you could tell them that, look, we're, we're going to deal with you and take Anderson. Yeah. Or you, you, you will still be able to. Now, the question is, they're thinking, well, Seattle come take Tyree uh, Wilson, and will they lose out? Right. See, so there, there is so much drama, and unfortunately, the Lions have that later round draft capital. Uh, they, they, I, I doubt they're going to take eighteen and throw it in to get up to two and no, say we want. I, I, don't, I don't see that. I don't. See I don't that see happening. that impact player. No, right? I don't either. I right. don't. Not, not in this draft. Yeah, Jeff Risden, by the way, he knows everything about the draft. Draft wire on Twitter and Facebook. He knows everything. Everybody, what they eat. Uh, Draft Wire, follow that on Facebook and Twitter. He's heading that up. Also, Lions Wire, in-depth coverage around the year uh, on the Lions. And also, he's a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast that you can hear on YouTube. If you have a Lions question or you want to answer our Bushlight, huge question of the day, who's your ideal first pick in that draft for the Lions? You can answer on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan. They're a local bank with a local team that can help you. And you can trust and depend on Mercantile Bank, and that's more important than ever before. So answer that question. Who's your ideal pick? I get when it's draft time. Rizzy, we want the sexy name that we watched in college, right? Absolutely. And that's why Will Anderson's out there. That's why you have Carter that everybody watched uh, with Georgia. Yep. Uh, you want the name. And, again, they, they brought the sexy name with Jamison 
last year. So. They did, and, and nobody saw that coming. No, no, I remember. Well, I take that I, back. I, I was watching the, the draft at the Brands in Granville, and that was one of the most surprising draft day things I've ever seen for the Lions. I would agree. Because yeah. it was the move everybody wanted, the type of player they desperately needed on a separation speed guy who was coming off a knee injury who has a gear that maybe I've only seen from Tyreek Hill, right? Oh, and when you saw him take off on that, that one play against the, the, the Vikings, my well, And God. the one called back on the Packers. Yeah. On Sunday Night Football to end the season. I, that's that's sizzle, man. The only other player I've seen with that gear is Tyreek Hill. Yeah. I remember Ted Ginn running kicks back was like that. Ted Ginn. But he, he couldn't do it as a receiver. And he, but he was good north-south. Yeah. He, wasn't, he didn't have the moves. No, he didn't have the, the, the wiggle. Tyreek Hill could catch a five-yard pass, still can, and take it to the house. Did you yeah. see his track and field from the international, I think it was, yes. US track and field trials? Yes. He's unreal. And, and there's uh, a reason they call him the cheetah, because, oh man, he is fast as all get out. So a lot to talk about. Rizzi's in the house until the end of the broadcast. Uh, we'll get to more on the Lions, the rest of the NFC North, uh, NFL headlines. Uh, Hopkins, DeAndre now has it down to two teams, Bills and the Chiefs. He wants to go play for a winner. Could you imagine if Mahomes got oh, Hopkins? De- DeAndre Hopkins, he, he doesn't get the press that he deserves because he played in Houston and then he's played in Arizona. He is still one of the three best wide receivers in football. I have no doubt in my mind about that. And putting him with Patrick Mahomes, that's not fair. Or Josh Allen, either. But that'd be fun, too. Because Josh Allen, uh, mm. Josh Allen hits those big play guys really well. Well, Buffalo needs that. They they're getting close, and you got to watch. You're going to keep getting these years where you know Allen runs around. You only, you only get so many chances in the NFL. They've right? come to that realization too. I've talked to a couple of Bills guys in the last couple of weeks. They're they're realizing that the clock is ticking on their win window with Josh Allen being who he is. Clock isn't ticking on Jeff Risden. Lions wire follow. Them on Facebook and Twitter, same thing with DraftWire, talking draft, off-season, NFL headlines, uh, Lions. Uh, you can join in on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Breaking Benjamin, live in concert in Grand Rapids. With special guests, Bush, and Another Day Dawns. See them live at Van Andel Arena, May 16th. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. For more, visit BreakingBenjamin.com. Get tickets now. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at roastumber.com. We played for the thrill, that rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soarin' Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older than Michigan to play. 
Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Bigger than any box score, local sports are a victory for the entire community. Building up leaders, breaking down barriers, connecting generations, teaching integrity, blazing a trail, sparking our economy. That's why Meyer sponsors hundreds of local sports teams throughout the Midwest. From Little League to the Big Leagues, uniforms to stadiums, Meyer knows when we support the home team, we all win. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Checking in on our third segment to wrap up Hour 2 on this Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app and official sports betting partner of the NBA. Now you can get in on the excitement of every NBA playoff game With just a touch of a button on your mobile device, new customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE can make a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA playoff game and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Plus, everyone can score a no-sweat same-game parlay every day during the NBA playoffs on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Just opt-in, place a same-game parlay on any NBA game. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Sign up with code HUGE. New customers then can make that $5 NBA playoff pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if that team wins. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only with code HUGE. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Opt-in required. One bonus bet issued. Based on amount of initial losing NBA bet, eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the huge show across Michigan, and it's NBA playoff time. That means big hoops action on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. So get in on the action of every game with just a touch of a button on your mobile device, and new customers can make a $5 pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins, just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that promo code HUGE when you sign up. It is a Money Line Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the HUGE show across Michigan. 
Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It's time to begin another hour statewide on 19 stations for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. We are weekdays 3 until 6 at thehugeshow.net. You can listen to our free online stream. And also on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can listen live anywhere in America. When you get mobile service traveling or where you get it, just search The Huge Show on the iHeart app. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Jeff Risden from Lions Wire, Draft Wire, and a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast that you can find on YouTube. Joining us in studio, talking Lions offseason. Uh, the draft, which is a week from Thursday, that's coming at us fast with the Lions picking at 6-18. and 18. We'll revisit those picks projected by Risden in a moment. A couple of things happening that have gone underneath the radar Uh the addition of coaches, and you're getting former head coaches wanting to come coach with Campbell, uh, work under Holmes. Uh, you mentioned Dorsey, the former Browns GM in the front office, and his impact. Uh, let's talk about the changes on the coaching staff and how they helped the Lions. Yeah, they brought in John Fox. Uh, you might remember him from his days in Chicago. Uh, he's, he's been in a lot of different places, coached in a ton of different situations. He came in. He, he was... He was a guy that didn't need to work. Uh, he was actually still being paid by an NFL team to not coach. Uh, he, he's in, and uh, he, he was one of the guys that met with the media last week. And you're, you're seeing this is a guy who wouldn't have come in if he didn't feel welcome and didn't feel that his ideas would be appreciated. And I think that's something that Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes, and, and you got to give Rod Wood some credit on this too, they've created an environment where that is – they're not threatened by outside ideas. They're encouraged by opening their ears and opening their eyes and listening and taking things into account. And, you know, you know, it, it's throwing spaghetti against the wall, but it's not just doing it to like to see if it's cooked, but it's like, is that still good to eat? You know, that there's, it goes beyond that. And I think they've done a great job of creating that sort of culture of team building and of, consensus building. And that's not something that has been typically done in the NFL. Uh, it's certainly not something that John Fox has been used to, and I think it's it's interesting that a guy like him would would go into a situation like that. And you know, they're bringing in, they brought back Dre Bly, Lions legend. I'm still to this day one of my all time favorite Lions. I love cornerbacks who attack the football in the air. That's Dre Bly, and you better believe that they're going to be looking for the next Dre Bly in this draft at some point in the draft. But getting guys like that. You know, it brings gravitas to like the players. Players, they grew up playing Madden. Like Dre Bly was, he was on their rosters. Like they, they see these guys, they see Antoine Randall L, they see Mark Brunel. Like it, it builds so much credibility with the players when they have these guys that come in. And it's not just that they're hiring them because of their name value, but I've watched Mark Brunel work. I've watched Antoine Randall L work. I've watched, you know, a lot. Kelvin Shepard, the linebackers coach, another guy. 
These are these are guys that are they're smart football people and they understand how to instruct Hank Fraley, the offensive lineman. He actually calls himself a teacher. Uh, I've talked to Hank several times, and he always says, you know, my wife is a teacher, and I, I appreciate that that's the biggest part of my job, too, is to teach these guys what I want them to do. And I'm not going to ask them to do things that they can't do. And I think that that's something that the Lions have done a fantastic job of doing under Dan Campbell. And give Dan credit for setting that tone, because that's the way he is. And the coaches that weren't like that, they're not here anymore. They moved on. They don't need to be mentioned, but they're... There, not everybody was a great fit with that, and that's finding those coaching fits. You better believe the players understand that. A couple of the players have talked on the record when they signed here. Like one of the reasons I came here was because I like the coaching staff. I like what they're building. I like the energy. I like the fact that they're going to make me be the best CJ Gardner Johnson that I can be when I'm a free agent again next year. They're going to double my salary because I'm here, and they're going to help me. That's. That's powerful. That's a powerful selling ploy for for the NFL. And Fox brings all that defensive experience. That that that's where he was and he, the strongest in the NFL. And they is. understand what I like about Holmes and Campbell. And and we talked about at the last break. I mentioned Campbell's really maturing as a transparent yes, head coach. And if he's this transparent with the media, you know he's that same way uh, with players. With uh, you know possible draft picks they're bringing in. But to me. Uh, I see that they know that they're key to winning the NFC North this year, that the possibility of home playoff games for the first time ever at Ford Field are there, and their defense needs to be better. They can't win and lose games 47-45. Exactly. You cannot keep getting in the shootouts all the time. You have the offense to get in the shootouts, but you're going to be a 500 team at best, which is similar to the record we saw this past season. Yeah, you've, you've got to be able to get a stop, to get a takeaway. Uh, at some point in the game, get it, get a sack on second and six that makes it third and 15 instead of it being third and one and the quarterback scrambles away. Those are the types of plays that they have to make. They are aware of that. They know that. They've talked about it all offseason. Um, and like you said, they're very upfront and candid in what they're doing. They're not telling us what they're going to do in the draft, but they've, they've told us what they're not going to do. And I, I, I just appreciate that so much. Like, I've covered some bad teams, man. I, I covered the winless Browns. I covered the Bill O'Brien Texans. Like I know when when thing, I covered Matt Patricia. I know the difference between when a coach is trying to sell something and he's trying to convince himself of it, and when the coach believes it and he feels it and the players believe it. And the latter is absolutely the case with Dan. And I've seen how teams get ru- good, talented teams get ruined when they don't trust their head coach. It, it's huge that they do that. No, no pun intended on your name there, but that they've got they've got that in Detroit right now, and that is that's that's invaluable. That that's one or two wins added to your roster right off the top of the the heap. And Fox bringing that head coaching experience to help Aaron Glenn, absolutely, right, who's been under fire at times but finished strong. He did. And then you look at like a Jim Hosler who comes in twenty fourth NFL season Lions senior offensive assistant last stop. Yep. Uh, with the commanders, he's seen some things, and so so he can work with Ben Johnson. Right, so he, they understand they have coordinators that have not been perfect. Right, 
And they've had their moments. So you're trying to stabilize it and maximize this incredible pool of talent that the Lions have acquired offensively and defensively, and even deeper they'll go with the upcoming NFL draft. Yeah, and you look at, like, Hostler's background is very different from Ben Johnson's background and different from Dan Campbell's He's background. He's a little old school. Yeah, you, you look at, at John Fox. Old school. You're combining the modern era because you're going to have to play that smash-mouth football when you have a lead and being able to control the clock. Absolutely. And on defense, make stops. Yep. and that, That's what's missing here. Yep, and they're they're figuring out that you can have different cooks in the kitchen. Like, Aaron Glenn is a straight Bill Parcells guy. Not Bill Belichick, Bill Parcells. Like, he would he would run that, that Parcells defense with that Belichick sort of has adapted to, but it's really Romeo Cornell's defense, where it's a 3-4, but it's really a 5-2, because the ends are basically rushing the passer all the time. That's not what John John Fox. He's got some Tampa two in his background. He's got some Jim Schwartz in his background. Like he's he's. It's a diverse thought process. They're not afraid to have people that aren't thinking just like them come into the room and maybe learn something from them. And I think that's. I, I again, I cannot give enough credit to the ownership and the management of the Lions for letting that sort of experiment happen. That's scary. It might not work. You know, there could be friction. Um, you know, what if Dan Campbell doesn't like what happens with John Fox's influence? You know, there, there's there's some peril there, but they're willing to take that on because they're not afraid to open their minds and not afraid to acknowledge that they might not know everything. The rocket scientist with the pencil on his ear and his laminated sheet, he thought he knew everything. How'd that work? Outdoor practices uh, in December. Uh, Matt Patricia, and you know what? New England. Dome football well, team. even Kraft talked about it. New England owner at the winter meetings or the owners' meetings. Yeah. And he said that they made a mistake. Matt's a good guy. It wasn't, it's not based on personality or what type of person he is. He just was not a good fit. When you saw Mac Jones getting frustrated, who's the calmest, coolest guy, and people are like, well, he can't handle the pressure. I go, he played QB under Saban. Yeah. Okay. I, I think he can handle the pressure yeah, pretty well. Yeah. So, uh, but it was, he had the same look that all of us had watching Patricia coach. Yeah, exactly. We wanted to like, throw our why? helmet. Why are you doing this? Yes. Right. Yes. And they, you know, they're shedding even a CUDA and like, Campbell said, you know, was the right thing to do right now. It was. Because they're, they're eliminating, you know, a lot of that Quinn-Patricia era. And now by bringing in these coaches, hey, Fox and Hostler, whoever, they're not going to have the final say. It's Campbell. And he's moved on from former NFL head coaches who weren't a fit. That's why he started calling the plays, right? That's exactly right. One. So what they're doing, man, on their coaching staff, the acquisition of free agents, attacking needs – Needs. Hey, we may need more defense. So we're going to get Fox to be a, a senior assistant. We we may need to pound the football, and I'm going to need an old school guy that knows how that can work with Ben on it, who wants to be the modern millennial wide open type of guy, right? Absolutely. So you're getting all these all these things. I believe that are lining up with Rogers leaving uh, the NFC North, hopefully soon. Uh, that could that cannot end soon. Oh enough. my God! I, I think they're waiting on the cap number that the least amount of cap hit. For the Packers, I think that, that on purpose they're gonna whatever. What's that next date? Is it June something? Right, June first. Yeah, so they're 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 gonna wait on that just to stick it to them. It's their way of they. You know, he's not coming back, right? right. 
the Jets have overplayed their hand and blown their leverage, and that bothers me because they should be smarter than that, and they're not. Like the, I give the Packers credit for not jumping at the first offer. Well, they've offer. traded everybody. If he, God forbid if he came back, there's no one there to throw to. And the Jets have created an offense for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, they, if he they've somehow doesn't Packers go there, East. they've got then Zach Wilson is your guy trying to throw those passes. Mike White's a free agent. No, I, I think I, it's just they, a matter of – I think it's salary cap time, and that could be – do they save money if they wait till June first? I think they do. Right? They can, yeah, especially if they make other roster moves in conjunction exactly. with it. So yeah. That's what I believe. And then you look at the Bears. They, you know, with DJ Moore a wide receiver, but Fields, I still have my doubts. You saw when he couldn't run on Thanksgiving Day against the Lions that he's still not that pure NFL passer. He may be, you know, outside of Lamar in his prime, one of the best running quarterbacks I've ever seen in the National Football League, but if you force him to throw the ball, he gets real average. Then that's why they, they're bringing in receivers big time to help him. A big year for Justin Fields. I, I still like what I see from him. He's got to get better at some things, passing. He's got to get better just throwing the ball. Yeah, he does, but the, he he was that at Ohio State. He was a, he was a better – he had a better completion rate and on-target percentage at Ohio State than – than Bryce Young did at Alabama. But think about all the receivers he had. Well, and that's that's the rub Ohio on it. State. He's, it. None of the what, what's I, I said this last week on air. I think we were talking <laughs> about Fields. Who's the most successful former Ohio State quarterback? Because a lot of them have won. You know, Troy Smith. You go yeah. Haskins, right? Yeah. Go down. You know, C.J. Stroud. I go back to Arch Leister. <laughs> As the best NFL QB, and, and, but he didn't get to play. No, because what he bet on the other. Yeah, team all the time. yeah. I actually, so, I actually know somebody who's. I, I grew up in Ohio. We knew we had family friends who named their kid Art after Art Schleister. Think about that kid's life now. He's it was gotta, unbelievable. Art, in he's got to be like forty five years old now. He he's was amazing in college. He has to be older than that. Though. Yeah, Schleister was. Uh, he lost the Heisman Trophy to Charles White in nineteen eighty. So. He has to be in the sixties. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I. Yeah, but who's the best NFL QB? I mean, as a former Mike, Mike Tomzak lasted a long time. He, sure he did. wasn't very good, but he lasted a long time, sort of the way Brian Hoyer has. He was sort of the Brian Hoyer experience. And the best, by Michigan, the way, that guy's still in the league. The best Michigan quarterback ever in the NFL is Brady. Obviously, yeah. that's a no-brainer. Yeah. After that, right. Chad Henney's still bouncing around. He just retired, right? Yeah, he did. He said goodbye after you know, done with the Chiefs. I'm trying to think. Gerback played a while. Gerback, Gerback had a couple of really nice years with the Ravens, and he, and and he started. He started with the Chiefs. Yeah, he did. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, yeah, trying to just you know think about Big Ten. I mean, when you look at great quarterback, you know, obviously Breeze at Purdue. I remember uh, interviewing him after he was done at Austin Westlake. I was working in Austin, Texas, and the coach called me and said, "Hey." No Texas schools recruited him. He's a little down. He's getting ready to leave for Purdue. He's uh-huh. like an eight string. Could you bring him in for an interview? And I said, sure. And the receptionist said, hey, Bill, uh, uh, Drew Brees is here for your interview. So I go down the hallway and I see a guy who's 5'10, yeah. if that, yeah. uh, 160, 65. He's in flop shorts, had a visor on backwards. <laughs> and I'm like, Wow, he he didn't pass the eye test. That's why still yeah. true for like thirteen thousand yards in high school at Austin Westlake. Yes, so I remember who he comes sit in the studio like we're in Rizzy, and I'm talking to him like we got about ten minutes before the show's gonna start. And you know I'm kind of he's a good kid you can tell. And I go so uh, what's your goal? Why Purdue? And he goes well you know a lot of schools just weren't giving me looks. A lot of D two schools were. He goes I just want you to know. And everybody to know that I will spend my life proving people wrong. And I remember when he said it, I got like goosebumps. 
because he said it in a way that like you 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 knew it you knew it yeah you just knew it and yeah gosh and who followed him uh, Nick Foles played at Austin Westlake and then I think the Texas quarterback who just graduated. That's played at Austin West, or it might be Sam, or the, maybe he's with the. I'm not sure if Sam he, Ellinger. I'm not sure if he played at Austin I West Lake. I don't know that one. Uh, that high school had like 5,000 season ticket sales. They sold. That, that's, that's high school. That's an it's unreal. Texas football. Yeah. Right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and Drew Brees. Oh, and then he went to Purdue. I then went to Chicago, and one day uh, I get a call. My producer says, "Hey, Drew Brees wants to talk to you." I'm like, "Oh wow, I haven't had him on yet." And yeah. He goes, hey, man, I'm hearing you on AM1000, because Lafayette, his AM1000 yeah. went a long way. I go, hey, I go, why don't you come down to a game sometime? And I go, I will. <laughs> so I went down to a game, stood on the sidelines, went out for a pizza with him afterwards, and we were talking about That's fantastic. The, yeah, and then he goes on to, and then when he got hurt with San Diego, and who was coming in to take his job? Was it Rivers? Yeah. Yeah, Philip Rivers yeah. came in. They drafted and him And he the worked out, and he said, put a sign in his garage. I remember reading this SI story where he said he will not take my job. Woke up every morning at 5 a.m. and worked out. He was a special cat. And then holds up that trophy after Hurricane Katrina for the people of New Orleans and Louisiana. That's, that's been, I will, I will say, I have been to the, the Superdome down there, and the statue that they have of Steve Gleason with blocking the punt. Unbelievable. Especially now that you know the story of Steve Gleason with ALS, from ALS and everything. Bet. It's a very powerful Breeze will get a statue. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I Deserves think. it. Archie, look how long he lived off of, and that was with the Aints. They were and bad. The bags over there. They were head. bad. I, rem- I remember when I was a kid in the seventies, watch and the the they always played up the Buccaneers versus the Saints. It's like this will be. It's like week eight. It's like some team will get its first win today because these two teams are playing each other. Well, the grandson is uh, did not win the Texas job as a freshman. They weren't going to give it to him. Yeah, they, is it Arch? Arch, yes. Yeah, it's Arch yeah. Manning who went to Texas and was his NIL deal like around seven, eight, nine million bucks or something. It, it's unreal, yeah. But uh, but they weren't going to announce that a freshman's going to win because you lose the team, man. You don't right. announce that in spring ball. Yeah, and you want to you want to make sure that uh, Quinn Ewers doesn't transfer. To you. you know what I <laughs> wish? Really you know, speaking of spring ball, I wish, and this would really help prospects. And I know you're worried about getting hurt, but you play games, work out every day. There's a threat. I really wish that they would allow a game for college football teams, an actual full-fledged game or at least like where you would play a school regionally. It wouldn't be a lot of cost on travel. You'd get the TV coverage, and you'd have, you'd have these games leading up to the draft, right? That'd be great. But you know agents are going to tell guys not to play. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You get guys telling people but not to play. But I think you're going to get enough guys who are still going to play – who yeah. where a team could gauge what this quarterback is going to be like if if they have a quarterback competition like let's say Michigan State does right now right yeah I don't know who's going to be their quarterback next year yeah right so you got you know and you get a game and you get the atmosphere and the fans show up and you're getting TV coverage you get an actual spring TV deal now and it doesn't have to be regional games you could have Michigan play Alabama in a spring game you could absolutely do that bring Texas up. There's, there's going to be you a demand. Are going on to Texas, home and home yeah. for a spring game? Absolutely. Why not do it? I know, I know USC is technically now in the Big Ten, but have USC come to Lansing? Lansing, go out there. I will say that I did turn on the Michigan Panthers yesterday in USFL. You were one of the five, huh? Seven. 
It, they're trying here, and I was for the one year with the Chicago Enforcers. I did the games with Otis Wilson, the Super Bowl Shuffle Bear, and Luke Kanellis. What? And I thought the mistake McMahon made then that the football fans have a way they watch football. Yes, we and do. they don't even you know baseball. They've adjusted their rules, and you don't notice them now. The games are going fast. I know stadiums are trying now to extend the beer to middle of the eighth inning. Because how fast the games are going, but you don't over you don't overthink football and USFL. I don't need the drone shot when the guy's snapping it behind them. I, I want the wide view of the field. Yeah, I want to see the play develop like I'm sitting in the stands. Not that I'm in the huddle. I don't care. Yeah, I I haven't seen it yet. I was busy yesterday, but they uh, beat Houston. They look good. They pulled away. They I'm, gl- a, I'm glad they won. They got a quarterback that I don't know where he's from. It's love. I, I did see that he was good, and I, I, I was Josh Love, and I'm like, I don't even know where he's sure it's not Kevin Love. Like, I know, yeah, I saw Kevin Love playing yesterday too <laughs> with Miami as they upset the Bucks with Tyler Hero breaking his hand. Mm, the injuries all of a sudden. You see John Morant leaving him with a hand injury. We're going on the basketball. Here. I like not, no, no. I, I, I said before the playoffs started. I told my brother, I like the Lakers to win the West. Denver, Denver's tough. Denver's going to be really Denver, good. Denver is tired of losing in the playoffs, and they're going to be tough to beat. But They I, looked really good this weekend. We'll see how it goes. Um, as you can see, I'm wearing a Cleveland Cavaliers hoodie. I'm a massive Cavs fan. I'm praying to God that they do better in Game 2 than they did in Game 1. But you get that lack that was, of playoff experience comes to It really showed in I that know. game. It, it, you, know, you talk about it, but if you, if you ever want an example of what playoff experience means, go watch Game 1 between the Knicks and the Cavs. I know the Knicks don't have a lot of experience either, but my God. We'll have to go check Darius, out. A, Darius Garland was, I know. was rough, they, they man. Looked, they looked, they That's looked. a really good player who had a really bad night. Yeah, you know, we'll, we'll go to a Pistons playoff game in five years. So I'll get his tickets. <laughs> so hang around with Let's hope they get the coaching yeah. right now Rizzi joining us in studio from lionswire.com at jeff risden on twitter r-i-s-d-o-n and also DraftWire, uh, which he has now taken over with his team uh part of the usa today network follow DraftWire on facebook twitter and also uh, online and he's a co-host on the detroit lions podcast on youtube uh, you can search it, stay up to date all the way through the draft, and you're around. Just search Detroit Lions Podcast on YouTube. If you have a Lions comment or question, you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Bush Light, HUGE Question of the Day. Who's your dream pick that if the Lions get him first... Wherever they go, if they trade up, they stay at six, they bump down. If they get this guy, you're a happy Lions fan. Join us again on that Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. We were just talking about the NBA playoffs. It's my favorite time to watch the association. And the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, they want all the fans... Those who have the DraftKings Sportsbook app already on their mobile device and new customers uh, to enjoy the excitement of every playoff game with just one touch on your mobile device. New customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up can make a $5 NBA playoff pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. 
plus everyone who has downloaded the DraftKings Sportsbook app and plays on it, can score a no-sweat same-game parlay every day during the NBA playoffs. Open the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. Just download the app now and sign up with code HUGE. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use HUGE, when you sign up, and those new customers can make a $5 NBA playoff pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you sign up with code HUGE. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Opt-in required. One bonus bet issued based on amount of initial losing NBA bet. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. In the Den with Dan Dickerson. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's code HUGE, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Nick Maton's walk-off home run Friday was an impressive blast. It came on a 3-0 count against a reliever throwing 100, and it was a no-doubter. Maton is a great reminder that for some young hitters, the power is the last piece to fall into place. Maton says for him it's a case of understanding his swing and getting physically stronger. A.J. Hinch says the other keys for any developing young power hitter, learning which pitches to attack and then being able to adjust when the league adjusts to you. For Maton, that meant showing that he could lay off the secondary pitches that gave him problems last year so that he can get fastballs that he can crush. Maton is showing much better play discipline early. It's leading to quality at bats and we're starting to see that power come out. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Hey Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app. Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids, and now they're stronger than ever before with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew. Now, Dorn Mayhew is an east side firm. Now you get the west side of Michigan with Bean Carter, and whether you're a small business or big business, they can handle all of your accounting and business needs at Bean Carter. 
Just go to beancarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And I mentioned with their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew, they cover all of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast to coast. Find out how the pros at Bean Garter can help your business today. Go to beangarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And I know Tom Rosenbach and his team are so happy about their new partnership with Dorn Mayhew. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on the huge show across Michigan. 19 radio affiliate strong for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. There you can listen to the free online stream weekdays at 3. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show wherever you get mobile service in America. And you can listen live weekday afternoons at 3. Jeff Risden from Lions Wire, Draft Wire, where you can follow both on Twitter and Facebook and online, and a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast that's found on YouTube. He's joining us in studio talking about the Lions. Pick 6 and 18 scheduled right now on the board one week from Thursday in Kansas City. And we were talking during the break, Jeff. Who are two guys that helped the Lions win games this fall? Because they are built to win. That's why I believe they're not going to take a quarterback. They don't need projects. We don't have two years to wait and see if this guy can crack the starting lineup. Who are the two best picks, realistic shots, where the Lions are at or trading up that they could make that would help the Lions win the NFC North this fall? I I think Will Anderson is the obvious easy one because he's – imagine you're rolling out a defense where you've got Aiden Hutchinson on one side, you've got Will Anderson on the other. Man. Ali McNeil – came into his own when they moved into a three technique last year. He's not a nose tackle. He's, bugs, he's your attack. Middle, right? Yeah. They, you've got a lot of you can do Kaminsky. a whole lot with that. Who, who's going to block all those guys? You're you're at minimum demanding that the opposing offense keeps in a tight end. That means that they're taking somebody out of their route trees and one of their options away, which means that your linebackers don't have to cover as much. It means that your safeties don't have as many things to worry about as a as uh, in coverage, those are things that help the Lions defense very easily. So I've actually come around on that idea. Um, I like Josh Pascal. I like James Houston, and I know the Lions do as well. But they are not Will Anderson. That guy is he's he's something else, man. Seventeen and a half sacks, thirty tackles behind the line of scrimmage in twenty twenty one. Fell off a little bit in twenty twenty two. That Alabama asked him to gain a little weight to get a little stouter on the edge. And it took away some of his explosiveness. At the combine, he was back down to his old playing weight and looked really, really good. So I, he he's an easy one. If you're going beyond that, I know a lot of who, people. Who could be there at 18 or a, a target to trade up to that not a project, not a guy that's got to learn from somebody, but is an impact player from day one? I think Devon Witherspoon is that guy. He is He's not Sauce Gardner, but he is really close to that level of high NFL-ready, high-level press man coverage, and that's exactly what the Lions do. He's got, we say it all the time on the podcast, he's got the dog in him, man. He is, he, is exa- he is a kneecap biter, in Dan Campbell speak. This is a guy who's going to go after it. He's going to attack you against the run. He's going to 
He might get beat every now and then. Everybody does. He's going to let you know it when he beats you, though, and that does take some receivers out of their game. He is a he's a guy that is he's your alpha cornerback in the way that Darius Slay was. They don't really have that guy, Jerry Jacobs. I, I love Jerry. He's got that he's got that mentality for him, but he doesn't have the skill to back it he's up. He's a backup guy. He, if he's your number three outside cornerback, and that's what he would be in this case, you're in a really good spot, really good spot. But uh, I, I think that Devon Witherspoon, I know people talk about it's like he's he's literally the exact same size as Darrell Revis. I don't I don't understand where this thing is that he's too small or too like he's faster than Revis was. Like I'm not saying that he's Darrell Revis, but people are looking for all these excuses not to take it because they're scared to death that Jeff Okuda didn't work out and that you're gonna take another corner. Like Jeff Okuda didn't work out not because the Lions screwed up, it's because he got hurt a lot. And he came into a terrible coaching situation. They made him play above his pay grade too often. Like they, they did a whole lot of things wrong. He didn't help himself. I don't see that with Devon Witherspoon. That's it's a very different situation that he's walking into. He's got a guy in Cam Sutton that he can turn to. He's got Emmanuel Mosley on the other side. They've got C.J. Carter Johnson. They've got NFL different. They got Dre Bly. The same guy, like played the exact same way. Like they've got so many things in place now that will help a cornerback transition from college to pros. Whether it's whether it's Witherspoon, whether it's Deontay Banks, whether it's Christian Gonzalez, whether it's anybody that's later on. Guy oh, like, Joey Porter Jr. Right. right. Um, Clark Phillips is a guy that they're bringing in tomorrow. Little guy from Utah. He's five foot nine, but he's an outside only corner. But man, his his game tape is probably the best of any in, in the league. If they if they like him, I could see them taking him in the second round. Like that. They're in such a better spot now to absorb a high, prominent draft pick cornerback than they were when they brought Jeff Okuda in. Um, again, Okuda didn't help himself enough, but the Lions didn't help him at all. They're in, they're in a position now where they can help a player acclimate and be become the best player they can be. I, I love that situation for Detroit. I, I hope that they do take a corner early, if not at 6 and at 18. And I do think that they're... I've been told by a lot of different people that they are seriously considering any number of options with their, with their first three picks at cornerback. You'd be very surprised next week if, if we're talking after the draft that they haven't t- taken at least one cornerback in the, in the top 45 picks. Jeff Risden from Lions Wire and Draft Wire. You can follow both on Twitter, online, also a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. You can hear... On YouTube, joining us in studio here in the Huge Show across Michigan. One interesting thing about a shutdown corner that you mentioned with Witherspoon, and I'm looking at the NFC North. When you look at what the Bears have, you have DJ Moore, okay, where you need to lock down a guy that can change a game by he's, himself. He's a good player. Okay, yeah, he can change yeah. a game. Jefferson, obviously, one of the best receivers in the game. Yeah. You know, right there with Jamar Chase in Minnesota. Yeah. So you have Watson... You know, I'm looking at the NFC North. I'm talking about winning that, whatever it takes. Is it 10 wins? Is it 11? I don't know. And that's the right goal, by the way. Right, so you you want to win the division. Win your division, you get to the playoffs, have a shot at at least one home playoff game. And, you 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 know, like Lomas said last week on the show, I go, what's the most important thing for the Lions this fall to work on? And he goes, win every home game. That's it. You get nine at home this year, right? Yeah. No, they get eight at eight, home. Eight at home this year. Are they, are they doing the London? Is there? They are not. No. Uh, Chicago is going to be ba- making the trip to Germany to play Kansas City. 
So they so they're not going to do that trip. No, they're they're not going to do that. I'm telling you, I think Detroit Kansas City is going to be the season opener. That could very well happen on that Thursday that night would, game, and that would the be, NFL kickoff game. That would, would be, be a great exposure, unbelievable. Yeah. All right, so you look at the NFC North, whatever it takes. You, how many receivers could change a game? I think Moore and Jefferson are the only two guys right now. That, yeah. The opposition, yeah. Jamison Williams, could grow into that guy. Jamison could be that guy. The Packers, but I'm talking opposition. Packers have some talent, but it's not. Do you trust Jordan Love to get it to him? No, like, I, I don't. And do you trust Justin Fields? You got cousins who. For what you want to say about him, the guy has made a ton of money, and he keeps, you know, whether it was Keith Nickel at Michigan State, people keep writing him off. Washington, Minnesota, hey, we need to, we're going to trade him away because we're going to go get one of the big four quarterbacks. They keep writing him off. He keeps getting it done. And so, but I look at the NFC North. That's your target right now. You're Campbell, you're Holmes, you're the front office, you're the coaching staff. You're looking at what do we need? Okay, we had a stellar. Free agent signing period. Our secondary is so much better. It is. We've re-signed, you know, Bugs, Kaminsky, strength on the defensive line, depth. So you, you're still, you know, Anzalone, they gave money. You're, you're missing that Ed Speed guy where if Wilson did fall to six, it'd be a gift, right? I would think so. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, you, you, and I agree with you with Witherspoon, if they can get a shutdown corner. And I don't know, as a rookie, can you throw him on Jefferson or DJ Moore? That will be interesting. But we watched Sauce as a rookie, what he was able to do, and be really arguably the best DB in pro football. He certainly Maybe as a rookie, he, right? He, he was phenomenal last year. Yeah, uh, so uh, now you're looking at needs, and they filled them. And, and again, there's the one need, Jeff, which it's become an annual <laughs> tradition. You, you, since the season ended, what are we going to talk about, right? That's what we always talk about. That's what we do. What are we going to do? Yeah, you know what's coming. What are we going to talk about? Nate Sudfeld is your uh. guy right now as the backup. Nate Sudfeld, which sounds like his dad owns a pharmacy or a prescription uh, service. Uh, yeah, you got Sudfeld? Yeah, I got allergies. There's love the wind's blowing. The weather's changing. It's 50 degrees. You want to know the Sudfeld? They come in cherry. I take one. I don't sneeze anymore. Uh, they, they have and so, so well, Teddy Bridgewater news was the guy. When I hear that, that's exactly the type of veteran I've been clamoring for on air on the huge show Twitter and Facebook pages. That's it. A guy who has won games in the NFL. That if golf gets blindsided, he's out with a concussion for two games, or God forbid, four or six. You have a quarterback that can help you win, and that's a guy like Teddy Bridgewater. And you've got to have that if you're to be taken Why seriously. Why are they waiting? Is Bridgewater waiting Bridge, to see the market? Bridgewater was waiting to see what happens in the drafts. Where, where he, quarterbacks go. Yeah, right? where, he, where he knows where he can maximize where he might be able to get Give him a two-year deal right now. Go give him a two-year deal. I don't know that they haven't. You know, maybe he, I think I think he's waiting, waiting it out to see if the opportunity is there. So, what's a better opportunity than being the backup to golf? A place where you could start, right? Uh, yeah, a place where you can. Is that Andy Dalton, or they want to go right? Where right, Mayfield. You get these guys. Yeah, right? and you, like there's there's what happens in Houston if they don't take a quarterback? Is he better than Davis? What about? Mills? And I, I think Probably. he's waiting. And Lamar Jackson moves still throws that, the draft. And even even backup QBs like in Detroit into the mix, right? Right. Like, what if what if Aaron Rodgers? What, what, what if Rodgers doesn't go through to right. the Jets? Then then the Jets have to do something. They have to sign. They have to yeah. pay Lamar. I would hope so, but I don't think I don't know what they but, would do. You on mentioned that. you mentioned Houston earlier that they may be a surprise and take a defensive player 
Anderson at two. And if the they Texans, do that, like it's not hard to find somebody that's better than Davis Mills. Or or well, and they weren't playing bad with Mills at the end of the year. He's he's not as bad as I thought he'd be. Quite no. honestly, I give him some credit. But what, what if they're a late bidder on Lamar after losing to Sean? Right, and they they certainly have the the potential to do that. Why there. aren't there more bidders for Lamar Jackson? Because I think they know that Baltimore can and will match any offer to him, and. Then you're just then you're stating your hand like, okay, I don't like my current quarterback. Exactly. And what does that say to your quarterback? But then then you're screwed because now, like, like if the Lions, this is completely hypothetical. The Lions are in no way entertaining this. But if the Lions say, make an offer to, to Lamar Jackson and to the Ravens, like we'll give you your ending Goff's confidence oh, in Detroit, and, and then then you've got the bad Goff in Los Angeles, the guy who felt slighted when they challenged him with John Wolford. Bad golf is bad. We don't want that guy. We want we want the good golf that we had last year. We've got to do everything we can to keep that. Jeff Risden in studio talking Lions NFL. One final segment straight ahead. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. Spin the money wheel and win up to $100,000 cash. Every Saturday in April from 5 to 11 p.m. One winner each hour will spin for the win and take home up to a hundred grand. Whirl in for one hundred thousand dollar money wheel only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Van Andel Institute Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point in GR. With the shotgun start at 8.30 a.m., this is the event for all golf enthusiasts. Participate in an individual or foursome admission, all while having food and beverages provided. The best part is that 100% of the proceeds will benefit breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register now at VAI.org. That's VAI.org. Life as a grown-up. Not what you thought it would be, right? The meetings, the stress, the boredom, and that one big question. Does any of this matter? Then you became a cop. Not what you thought it would be, right? The pride, the honor, the love for the brothers and sisters who served with you. The family who reminds you how much you matter. Being a cop. Not what you thought, right? Just what you needed, I guess. Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org. At Mercantile Bank, we believe in empowering the communities we serve and that financially strong individuals and families are vital for building strong communities. That's why we're committed to providing budgeting tools and interactive resources designed to help you take charge of your finances. Our friendly staff is always here to help answer questions and provide solutions to help you reach your goals. Call, stop in, or visit us online at MercBank.com to learn more. And let's help you make today count. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Breaking Benjamin, live in concert in Grand Rapids, with special guests, Bush, and Another Day Dawns. See them live at Van Andel Arena, May 16th. Get tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. For more, visit BreakingBenjamin.com. Get tickets now. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on all across Michigan. Final segment 
Hour number three on a Moneyline Monday. Thanks to Superfly Hayes for his incredible work. One of the most dedicated, prepared producers broadcasting has ever seen. Also, Jeff Risden from Lions Wire, Draft Wire, the Detroit Lions podcast on YouTube and studio. You can follow him at J-E-F-F-R-I-S-D-O-N on Twitter. The draft is a week from Thursday. Draft Wire follow on Facebook and Twitter. Same thing with Lions Wire. It's going to be a busy uh, 10 days uh, for Jeff and the crew. Thanks for your time, my man. Uh, it's great to be in here. I, I don't sleep much this time of the year, and it's out of excitement, and I love it that way. All right, and by the way, go uh, the Angry Birds, the Zealand Boys Club volleyball team. I'm out of here right the now. First I'm match sp- tonight? Sprinting over to our first home game tonight. All right, who are they playing? I don't even know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> The Angry Birds with their unknown opponent, Jeff Risden, is their head coach. He's going to give that award-winning speech. Hey, you Angry Birds. You know what? I don't know who you're playing tonight, but I know nine times out of ten they're going to beat us, but they're not going to beat us tonight. 24-7, everything you need at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.